Are you a homeschool family struggling to teach your child? Do you wish you had access to a certified teacher that could teach your child online? We can help. The Homeschool Network now offers live teacher taught courses. That's right. Courses in all subject matters from math, science, English. Your child can learn in the comfort of their own home in a small class size with a live certified teacher. Visit the website, www.homeschoolnetwork.us. We keep classes small, maxed out at 10 students per class. Hurry, space is limited. Visit the website to reserve your space today, www.homeschoolnetwork.us. in a class to being members of a class, a very select class. You face the future with your heads held high because you are now a doctor. We expect all our children not only to graduate from high school, but to graduate college and get a good paying job. Many months later, everybody went to college. Everybody Soon. went to college. Chris Alfred followed the crowd at his high school and went to college and grad school. Now he owes more than $125,000. What did that get him? I work at a call center and I make $10 an hour. And I feel like a loser. Walter Rowland got a degree in meteorology, along with a debt load of $77,000. College was a ripoff and nothing against, you know, my college or my professors, but I, I was misinformed. You're led down this path of, of needing to go to college to get a good job. Uh, college diploma is the new high school diploma. The bachelor's degree? It's America's most overrated product. Dr. Marty Nemco is an education consultant and career counselor. When your parents got a bachelor's degree, it was a big deal. Today, it's like a hunting license for a job. And, uh, He's one of many who the say there is some ugly statistics the education establishment doesn't like to talk about, like the truth behind that million-dollar bonus. There could be no more misleading statistic that I could possibly tell you about. Misleading, Nemco says, because it includes super earners like these billionaires. They skew the average. And more importantly, many successful college kids would have been successful whether they went to college or not. We want to give you all the ammunition you need and all the knowledge you need to make a formal decision about college. Yes, because the thing is, the visa system is all about those Benjamins. It's about that money. That's all they care about. Whether they're ripping you off with an overinflated house or if they're giving you a, a substandard education and charging thousands for it. They don't care. All they're about is that money. And they don't care what kind of financial situation they put your family in, how much stress you end up in, if you can get a job or not. They just want to make as much money as they can, as quickly as they can. Yeah, you got families saving up. I mean, let's say hundred thousand dollars since the child is born they start putting back for a college fund you're putting back for a college fund that will yield no return zero exactly. so it's gonna put your family in a financial bind they could take that same fifty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars that they've been saving for that kid when he turns 18 to go to college start a business yeah. get him in a trade get him a good trade skill and then let him give the rest for them for a down payment on a car or you know whatever uh, apartment anything don't go off into the debt trap you have to create a channel 
for manifestation and blessings to flow. How do you you get a channel by starting your own business? Now, when you start your own business, people could come up to you out of the blue and want your services. And lots of times they'll overpay you for your services. Or they'll offer you more work. That's how blessings can flow down to you. Manifestations can happen that way. You have to create a channel for them to flow. Get a skill, you got skills out there that you can work in a, on an oil rig and make over $100,000 a year. You can do underwater welding and make $80 an hour. There's so many other things that you can do. You can fix ACs on commercial buildings and get paid over $30 an hour. Without, you know, $50,000, $80,000 in debt. And you hadn't even started life yet. So, yeah, so the friend that got the trade, by the time you got out of college, would have already have made a couple of hundred thousand and you ain't even got to the starting line. Shannon Hodder knows how to make a good cup of coffee. She knows how to treat a customer well. Can I get for you? And she knows how to make a mean argument in court. You might call her the barrister barista. It could be, you know, embarrassing. Not that there's anything wrong with working at a coffee shop, but once you've been through seven years of school, you expect to be able to do something different. Shannon graduated from law school last summer in the top half of her class. She has experience. Well, I worked with the DA's office the summer in between my second and third year. She passed the Georgia bar the first time around, and she sent out dozens of resumes. I would say easily over a hundred. Out of the hundred, she just got one interview, but didn't get a call back. Now she's serving coffee. She owes sixty thousand dollars in school loans. Her salary at the coffee shop. I make seven fifty an hour and ten. Shannon is a positive person, but this experience has really brought her down. It was a big um, put down to my confidence. I started to worry about my future. You know, I took loans out for school. I started to question whether I'd done the right thing. By the time I was graduating, there was a lot of freezes on hiring. The state budgets were so much smaller. And there are a lot of basically attorneys with much more experience than I have looking for jobs. A Wall Street Journal article uh, that compares the salary that California prison guards make to the salary that lawyers make after they graduate from Harvard. Okay, so you go to Harvard, if you're going to study law, if you're getting a JD at Harvard, okay, you better believe that you are going to be a couple hundred thousand dollars in yeah. debt. Okay, so if you graduate, you're expecting to get a great return on that investment. But it turns out that that return is a little Okay, So um, the Wall Street Journal did this article, and here's something that I didn't know. California prison guards make a lot of money. In fact, they make a lot more money than Harvard graduates. Okay, so I'll read a little part of the article for you. It says, training only takes four months to become a California prison guard, and upon graduating, you could look forward to a job with great health, dental, and vision benefits, very important, and a starting salary of $45,288 uh, and $65,364, so between that range. You gotta tell them the story, man, about where you're from. Oh, my buddy, my buddy's from Cleveland. He, he's in Ohio. I came to Boston to start a new job. And when I got here, it was given to someone else in the economy. Now I'm staying in a homeless shelter. I've been looking for work since November. I've come close very several times. 
They usually want someone younger and probably not black. I don't know about that. They definitely Never, not in Boston. But in Boston, it's not a surprise. Um, but I'm finally getting some responses to my resume. And I got 14 voicemails on my phone right now. Hopefully some of them are job offers. So now you have a you have a PhD in aeronautics, physics, physics? and a master's PhD in physics. Dartmouth College and a master's in electrical engineering. How does university? How does somebody who has that end up spare change? Spare change, ma'am. It, it's blowing me away, Dartmouth. Um, it was the sacrifice I did to take care of my parents and. One of the problems was when my father died, my house was going to be foreclosed. So I had to liquidate everything I owned to save the house. But my mother had Alzheimer's. And the last thing she needed was to buy a home, find a new place, but she didn't know where she was at the time anyway. So I said, they paid my way through school. If it takes 10 years, I'm going to make their final years safe and comfortable. So I sacrificed everything I had all my electronic stuff, my car, all my savings. I paid off house. So when I settled their estate, when we passed on and we settled the estate, I was set to go back to work with the economy tank. Well, despite the debt, the assumption is going to college will put you in the position of getting a great job, making enough money not only to make those monthly loan payments, but to live comfortably. You did the time, now it's time to live the life, right? Well, as Anastasia showed us, not so fast. It turns out today you have a better chance than ever of taking that diploma and putting it aside so you can go flip burgers or clean toilets. My name is Brittany. I went to Tufts University. I studied drama and communications and I owe $118,000 in student loans. When you started going to college, did you understand loans? It was just explained to us as everybody has student loans and this is just something you do to get ahead in life. Taking loans out was just part of what everyone had to do, that they weren't going to affect my life that much. I really didn't understand the magnitude of them until I graduated. I graduated college in 2009, so it was the height of like the economic recession and the jobs crisis. Everybody pretty much had to like move back home and reassess what to do. Then I started getting the phone calls that say like, hey, so now that you're out of school, you're going to have to start paying back your student loans and your minimum amount is astronomical. So my total due for this month, $707.74. What will be applied to the principal? $64.54. So the principal is the total amount of loan, like actual money that I actually took out. What will be going to the interest? $643.20. The interest is not money that I actually borrowed, it's what they're making off of having lent me the money in the first place. So most of this money is going towards interest. In total interest paid on my loan, it's $48,379.75. That's most of all the money I've paid towards the loan has gone towards interest. So my principal isn't going down, my debt isn't going down, I'm literally just paying the interest. 71% of people who graduated from college in 2012 have student loan debt. Full disclosure, I have quite a lot. Like, so much. 
The average graduate borrowed around $29,000. The total number of student loans owed in the U.S. today has surpassed $1 trillion, with numbers rising every year. It's reasonable to expect that some, if not many, of those borrowers will have to default on their debt at some point. So, what will that look like? How bad is defaulting on your student loans? It's pretty bad. Most students use federal loans to pay for their education, and the federal government has many ways to get back its money. The Treasury Offset Program allows the U.S. Department of the Treasury to take your tax refund and give it directly to the Department of Education to pay down your debt. They're also legally allowed to garnish up to 15% of your wages, which means taking money directly out of your paycheck. Some states also allow private loan companies to seize your state tax refund in the same way. And if for some reason the federal government or a private company doesn't think that any of these previous methods are quick enough, they can sue you for the full amount at any time. So even if you default, the government and these private companies are still going to get their money. And that's just the beginning. Defaulting on any loan will have a negative effect on your credit score, which would make it harder for you to take out money in the future, or to buy a house, or a car, or even start a business. It may even affect your chances of landing a job or an apartment. And there is no safety valve that can get you out of student loan debt. Bankruptcy cannot help you even after you've liquidated all of your assets to resolve your other debts, you still have to pay your student loans. Now, before I get started, uh, I want to throw up a, a graph real quick. It shows unemployment levels in the United States. Uh, it's broken down by those varying with, with varying levels of education. The top level is less than a high school diploma, the next one high school graduates, the next one some college, and that bottom line, that blue line, is people with a bachelor's degree and higher. And you can see a 5% unemployment rate. These are people who finished college, many who went on to pursue higher degrees, presumably uh, with hundreds of thousands of debt on top of this, uh, in addition, taking care of homes and families. What do you think is happening here? Go to college, go to college. That's the only thing that I heard when I was in school. Go to college. But if, if you do go to college, or if you've already gone to college, then what you need to do at this point to dig yourself out of the hole that you're probably in is to open your own business. If you can bake, create a bakery. If you like to do yards, open a lawnscaping service. If you clean houses, your own maid services. You need to go into business for yourself because in this beastly system, right now, these people are about to go to automation. And when that happens, that's going to put even more people out of work. So this is just going to be a huge domino effect. However, if you have your own business, then you will have a whole surplus of people that you'll be able to hire. So you'll be able to get the best and the brightest to work for you and with you, and you'll basically be able to write your own check. Yeah, so in, instead of you making $10 an hour, and you'll be able to make $60,000, dollars $100,000 come your monthly income, okay? So it's better for you to go into business for yourself. The automation is coming whether you're ready or not. You're going to have to either lead, follow, or get out of the way. You're going to have to either adapt or you're going to get left behind. Is your job about to get automated? Yes, probably. It's already happening in some unexpected places. See if your occupation is safe. In an interview last week with the American Enterprise Institute, Bill Gates confirmed that yes, the rumors are true. Robots will be taking your jobs. Software substitution uh, you know, whether it's for drivers or waiters or uh, nurses or even 
you know, whatever is you do. But what occupations specifically are at risk? Well, let's take a look at where some automation is already happening. The first article published about the quake was actually generated by an algorithm from the LA Times, plugging in just the key facts. 4.7 quake, Monday morning, Westwood, California, 6.25 a.m., etc. That robo-article posted just a short few minutes after the quake, and the LA Times says that they use algorithms for homicides or other breaking news stories, and we can probably expect this trend to continue. But will we ever replace a human artiste, like a musician? Maybe this guitarist with 78 fingers compared to your measly 10, or a drummer with 22 arms compared to your two. These play as part of a band called Z-Machines. And it's not just an experiment, Z Machines is actually releasing an album this April. What about an autonomous mall cop that can see, hear, and even smell your suspicious behavior, predicting crime through a wide range of sensors and cameras. The Nidoscope K5 could slash crime in half in enclosed areas like malls, airports, or campuses, according to its makers, replacing 1.3 million security guards in the U.S. It's so Oxford University did do a real study on what jobs are most likely to be automated, looking at factors like social and creative intelligence and making their predictions. What did they find? The most at risk? Loan officers, followed by receptionists, paralegals, retail, and chauffeurs. Well, finally, tonight in this emerging age of drone deliveries and driverless cars, technology now brings us robo-pizza. Carter Evans shows us how Silicon Valley is reinventing the pie. This kitchen is where technology and the culinary arts collide. Humans and robots work side by side at Zoom Pizza in Mountain View, California. And go ahead and place your order. You hear that bell? That's my pizza? That's your pizza. Okay, so let's go check it out. Right. Veteran restaurateur Julia Collins founded the delivery-only pizza company with Alex Garden, former president of online gaming company Zanga. I saw an opportunity to um, go after the $40 billion domestic delivery pizza market. And they say they're able to do it cheaper than the competition with help from specially designed robots like Bruno, who lifts the pizza into the oven. These robots were tomato sauce and then spread it, but a human still puts on the toppings. This is a step that's going to be automated in uh, March of next year. Um, and what happens been, to his job? Noel's going to be helping us open our next Zoom facility dream, in San Jose. So you're not worried about losing your job? <laughs> Absolutely not. The company is committed to using robots for repetitive mundane tasks to eventually move the kitchen staff into the front office and shift focus to what Zoom Pizza considers its marquee innovation. This is a giant pizza truck. It is probably the biggest pizza truck ever made. A truck with more than 50 ovens that cooks pizzas while they're out for delivery using special software. When we're absolutely certain that you're just the number of minutes away from arriving for that particular cooking, for that type of pizza, the ovens switch on. Wow, it's amazing. The truck is making test runs right now, but Zoom has already been delivering robotic-made pizzas for months the traditional way. Honestly, it, it tastes pretty good. <laughs> so I've had it once before. The ingredients are all pretty good. I don't feel like crap after eating it. Um, and it comes fast. Zoom says it can invest some of the money it saves using robots to buy better ingredients. Mm. That's really good. That's pretty good, That's eh? really good, yeah. It's going to be 170 calories a slice versus what you would see with a competitor at about 320 calories a slice. So this is almost half the calories? Almost half the calories, half the fat, half the cholesterol. Same price, and you made it with robots? That's right. A technical triumph 
any way yeah. you slice it. I mean, it's places like California, all these other areas, it's already happening. The Great Divide is already happening. The college degree people are all on the street. They're all living in tents. Speaking of giants, Amazon has already changed the way that we shop online, and now it's hoping to lead the way in how we shop for groceries as well. Amazon Go, the company's brick-and-mortar grocery store, allows customers to walk in, grab their items, and just go. No lines, no cashiers. Simple as that. The first smart grocery store opened in Seattle this week. That one is set to open to the public in early 2017. The company ultimately plans to open nearly 2,000 brick-and-mortar stores. Laura, so let's look at the statistics from the Bureau of Labor. Uh, cashiers, the second largest occupation in the country. What does all of this mean for employees going forward? Right. Well, I mean, obviously, if you put in kind of kiosks that scan your phone as you walk in and you never have to actually check out, that eliminates those those jobs. They have trained everybody to be worker bees. They've trained everybody to go to college and get a good job working for a big corporation. But now the corporations are failing. They're moving overseas for cheap labor. So now what are you going to do? You're going to have to wake up, tap into that ancient ingenuity that's still running dormant in your veins and begin to build and be creative and bring back our scientists, our inventors, so that we will not be left behind. I mean, you don't want to end up like MC Hammer. You know, the music changed, and you end up not changing, end up out in the street. You're going to have to reinvent yourself. Those are the people who are the survivors. The ones who are able to adapt and, you know, transform. We're supposed to be the transformers anyway. Automation, it can make life better or it can make it worse. It's all up to you. Wouldn't it be wonderful if someday we got to the point where there were robots every place, they were running farms, they were running Apple, they were running Berkshire Hathaway, and all you had to do was one person could punch a button at the start of every morning and all the goods and services that we're getting now would be turned out by robots or whatever and we'd have the goods we'd have 18 million cars a year we'd have a million one housing starts we'd have all the ipads being sold and if all of that came from one person pushing a button would that be a tragedy i mean just think how how well we live I mean, now we'd have instead of having to work 35 hours a week we might work an hour a week or something it's a big lie Getting that college diploma for posting the ticket to the good life. To ensure all students who come through the homeschool network are aware of careers that do not require a four-year degree, we have added on a career planning segment to our program. In this segment, they will learn about vocational careers, they'll find out if college is really worth it, we have a course for independent living skills. And then for those people who realize that they do still want to go to college, we do offer the SAT and ACT prep courses as well. But we do believe it's very important that the parents and the students are well aware that there are jobs out there that do not require a college degree and that your child can earn a very good income without getting into student loan debt. So that's something that I think can benefit everyone. Again, this program is available in both the free side and on our paid private school programs.